I used to think it was a cliche when people said, oh, you got to write your goals down. It's like, yeah, whatever. Hi, y'all. I'm Rhonda Draculas from RK3 Designs, and I am so excited to welcome you guys to the Pro Artisan Podcast. This is a space for artisan professionals to discuss matters of both business and the heart. So maybe someone has found their why. What are the next steps as far as taking, you know, making goals and, and kind of taking those next steps? Um, obviously, it's going to be very different for every person. Um, but I guess what would you say to somebody who, you know, has gone through the process, found their why, and is now trying to figure out how to set goals, how to continue forward on their journey? I'm getting into a lot of self-help stuff that I'm still learning about myself. Mm. But what's worked for me so far, and I only speak for me, I can't tell you that it's going to work for you, but this has worked for me, is my vision. I start with my short-term goals. Where, where do I want to be next week? What do I want to accomplish today? And I have gotten really good at this and I started this. Um, and I don't really journal. I'm not good at journaling, but I am good at jotting notes down. Yeah. And so in my calendar book, because I'm old-fashioned, you know, a lot of people do it on their phones, <laughs> and I have to write it down. I'm still one of those people that have to write it down. At the top of my my book, I just may write a couple of things that I, I really want to, uh, you know, get done today. Yeah. Um, and then maybe next week, what what do I see in a week? What do I see in a month? Where do I want to be in a month? How, how far in advance do you typically make goals? Um, that's a good question. I used to think it was a cliche when people said, oh, you got to write your goals down. I was like, yeah, whatever. But I, I, I do now know that if you write your goals down, and you put them where you have to see them, man, it holds you accountable. Mm. Um, how far in advanced? Um, I have a goal, and I don't really have a timeline on it. I just kind of like one day I'd like to be at this point. Yeah. So I really don't have a date on that. But in my mind, I see where I want my business to be. Uh, and I, you know, I wrote that down. I jotted it down. I don't necessarily have that goal where I see it every day. Uh, but it is in my my book, my calendar book. Um, but as far as writing goals down, I have a five year goal. You know, I have a one year goal, um, and I have a six month goal, mm-hmm. and I, those I write down. Yeah. Those those I want to see, um, either on my computer or on my mirror or um, on my coffee pot. You know, <laughs> something like that. I don't have any on my coffee pot right now, but that actually. That's a good idea. I think I need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that. I have, I've, I drink coffee, so that's a good place to put it. Well, and I, I, at least for me, when I think about setting goals, a lot of times I get paralyzed by not knowing how far to try and plan it out. You know, if it's a reasonable goal or not. Right. right. Um, so I think even just having a direction. Yeah. You know, and seeing those those things that keep you focused on that direction. It, exactly. Is, and is really important. And attainable goals. Um, I used to, you know. Obviously, my goal for next year is not to uh, make a million dollars. You know, that that's not an attainable goal. I mean, it could be, I guess, if I struck the lotto. But uh, a lot of times I see even I see a lot and I keep going back to my to the kids about coaching because I see a lot of times um, a, a, a kid or even a parent will have a goal and there's so much pressure to get that goal in that amount of time that it does, it paralyzes you. Mm. So I think having achievable goals in a, uh, you know, a, a good amount of time that you can achieve it, a realistic time frame, 
helps also have have your five year goal. It's going to change. You know, it 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 might take ten years or it might take two years. You know, but have have ultimately have that goal because you you need to have something to work towards. But then your short term goals obviously are going to change as well. But they're they're more obtainable. And also, I've learned is celebrate those little bitty goals. You know, just like with our YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought a thousand subscribers was was like, oh my gosh, I'll never <laughs> get a thousand subscribers. Are you insane? And when we hit that thousand, you were so you helped me. You were so excited. I was so excited. And and we, you know, we had just had this little cele- celebratory moment and then we're like, yay. Then when we hit four thousand or three thousand or four whatever, it's it's I have learned to to be excited about little bitty goals that we hit, yeah. and um, so those short term goals you need to learn to celebrate them. Obviously, celebrate your big time goals too. But your yeah. your it really it motivates you to celebrate short term goals. I've seen so. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So. So writing it down. I guess. I guess that's that's my big deal. Is is um, don't don't let your goals. Um, uh, what, you, what am I trying to say? Don't let your goals paralyze you no. because you can spend so much time wor- worrying about what your goals are that you don't get anything accomplished. Or, or even like I've worried about, you know, am I setting the right goal? Yeah. You know? And again, I think it's more important just to start putting yeah. something on paper. Absolutely. Start working towards it. Mm-hmm. And if it's the wrong goal, change it. Change it. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't be, don't be, your goals aren't set in concrete. They're not. They're set in your heart. Yeah. They're set in your mind, and that can change. But um, you just got it. You just got to do it. You got to do something yeah. towards that goal. So, well, one of the things that I do that's kind of similar to that. Uh, I kind of take a digital approach because I always of would. Of course, lose, you do. I'd always lose a notebook <laughs> or lose you know something something yeah. to carry with me. Uh-huh. Um, but very similar as far as the approach. Uh, so every day, I try to have three things personally, and then three things business. Um, that I want to get done that day. And that way, you know, I can focus on those those tasks. And if I get them all done, then I know that it was a successful day. Absolutely. Um, and what I find is normally I'm able to get a lot more done than that. But by having that focus on those first three, you know, business things and first three personal things, it gets me in a in a mood or a mode of of action. Yeah. And it gets me going. Absolutely. Um, instead of sitting around going, oh, what do I need to do next? And oh, you know, what should I do today? Right. Um, it's already there. It's already on paper. Um, so a lot of times I'll spend Sunday nights kind of looking ahead for the week. Yeah. Um, kind of p- positioning those three things again for business, three things for personal every single day of that week. Um, and again, if it doesn't get done, Hey, that's okay. You know, as long as I, um, had a direction started and, and either was unreasonable about how much I was trying to get done, Mm -hmm. um, or maybe something came up that was, you know, a must, a must fix, you know, a hair on fire kind of moment. Um, you know, you always have those audibles that are thrown in there that you have to, uh, you know, kind of address, but that's a, that's a great. I like that about doing three businesses and three personal. Um, I do as well sit kind of in my mind on Sunday, kind of plan out my week. And, you know, of course, it never goes exactly what you think. But I also find myself uh, having anxiety and Mm -hmm. I do have an anxiety problem and I'm not embarrassed to say it. I do suffer from certain situations causing me a lot of anxiety. And I've learned over the years how to um, make it easier on myself 
by knowing certain things that are going to trigger that anxiety and not being planned and not having something to work for uh, or keep me busy or keep me whatever that gives me anxiety. A lot of times my anxiety comes from being afraid that I'm going to forget of these, these important things that have to get done. Yeah, absolutely. So by writing it down, uh, you know, for me, it, it, it helps alleviate that anxiety because I know that the things that I have to get done or that are most important aren't going to be forgotten. You right. Know, that they're already on paper, that they're already there. Um, and again, when things come up, it's about flexibility, you know, exactly. and, and the, the nice thing about having it, at least for me digitally, I can drag and drop them to the next day. You know, so if it was mm-hmm. something that I thought was going to be a priority today and then something else uh, took its place, well, I can then move it and not have to worry about, you know, where is this going to fit in? Again, it's it's added to another day. Uh, and I can do that there. as well. I just scratch through it and write it on the next Perfect. page. <laughs> as long as it's working for you. As long as it's working for you. Yeah. So um, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I do. This is kind of what I've learned also as my business gets bigger and it gets um, where where my time is is so much more um I don't have as I feel I mean we all wake up with the same exact amount of minutes in the day it's just how we decide to use those minutes and um I have learned to back off a little bit on my business sometimes and put some time for me yeah because uh, or my family because there I I'm my personality, I will find myself working 24-7 and lacking in things that I should be taking care of, my family or or me, yeah. myself. And, and when uh, you enjoy what you're doing yeah, absolutely. Uh, with your business, it makes it it's really easy to do that. It is. It's it is. easy to lose control of, of the time that you're putting in. Right. And and losing sight of things that are also important to you. I agree. And uh, when I was rodeoing, I, I I look back and I'm thinking, man, I put so much into that that I know I neglected things in my family. And um, I honestly, and I mean, this is kind of getting into some, some faith-based beliefs of me. I do honestly believe that maybe some of the things that happened to me were allowed to happen to me to make me restructure um, my life mm. kind of and re-get my priorities straight kind of like a wake-up call oh yeah <laughs> yeah I, I i'm the one that has to have the house drop on them before i wake up um but then i started i started doing the same thing with my business uh i'd be out all hours of the night working and 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 i started seeing i was neglecting things again in my family so I had to really start to write my goals down and write my schedule down and, and have the things that I felt I needed to do for the day. Yeah. And then when I accomplished those, then I was like, okay, there's that self-worth. I accomplished some goals today. So now I'm going to try to go relax. I'm the world's worst relaxer. I am. <laughs> my wife would say the same with oh me. Oh my sure. gosh. My husband gets so mad at me because I can't sit down and watch a movie yeah. just without thinking yeah. well, I should be doing 10 other things. But <laughs> um, I'm getting better. <laughs> You're actually, recovering. <laughs> actually, most of the time when I sit and watch a TV, I'd fall asleep. So those setting your goals, writing them down is going to help you, one, achieve them, two, um, feel your self-worth again because you're seeing yourself achieve something 
and uh, kind of keep you on a track, I think. So, yeah. so I have an interesting story. I guess oh, it's not that interesting. <laughs> I have a story, <laughs> um, and kind of going back to the idea of just like taking care of yourself, so you can continue to take care of your business and take care of your family. Um, the thing that I find is it's really easy to ignore all those things. You know, kind of like you're saying, um, it's really easy to put those off. So something I tried yesterday that I think I'm going to start implementing is not really worrying too much about work before noon. Oh, okay. Now, I'm a night owl, so mm-hmm. that buys me a lot more time in the evenings mm-hmm. than you know most people. Um, right. You know, but I wake up in the morning and it's always slow to get out of bed or, mm-hmm. you know. So the thing I'm focusing on is doing the things that are um, most beneficial to me. Right. Um, building me up as a person, you know, mm-hmm. allowing me to then take care of, of myself first so mm-hmm. I can take care of my business and my and others. Um, you know, so that includes working out. Um, that includes uh, reading, you know, continuing to educate myself. Um, so, again, it's it's kind of a weird approach. Yeah. Um, but the beauty is like, you know, as someone. But it works for you. Yeah. Well, it did yesterday. It did yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't haven't made it a rhythm yet. <laughs> OK. Um, well. But I think it's something I might try. Yeah. Uh, Okay. I do. I do. um, I do like that idea of making time for yourself. You have to plan time for yourself. And so I'm the same way. Um, I get up in the morning and I ride my bike and um, or my Peloton. And then I I'm the opposite, though. See, I want to get everything done early Mm. because I want to be available when Kenny comes home. Yeah to either put him to work <laughs> and y'all laugh that's true oh, okay. uh, no or or uh, I've sometimes I have lessons in the afternoon uh, when kids come out or spend time with the horses and um, spend time with the family so I try to get what I think is important done earlier yeah. because I'm not a, really a night owl. And, and you know that that time's going to be spent with exactly. those loved ones later. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, it, and, and that's a good idea is you, you've got to sit back and, and kind of look what's your lifestyle, yeah. you know, because I mean, people, there's, you know, most people aren't self-employed, yeah. honestly. And so obviously their day is going to look so much different than our day. And, um, but still, you still have to prioritize what you're going to do when you get home and, sure. and stuff like that. So, yeah, that, that's, and I guess that's a great point. Cause I mean, a couple of years ago when I was working, you know, two, two full-time jobs almost and, um, uh, trying to do a side hustle for, mm-hmm. you know, with my photography, um, you know, it really was working from as early as I could and then finishing that first job is, you know, kind of midday, mm-hmm. maybe taking 30 minutes to, you know, go for a walk or try to do something for myself. And then shifting right back into, you know, the next job. Right. You know, so again, I think it definitely changes, like you're saying, changes yeah. with your lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and even kind of as you go through different life stages. Oh, absolutely. Uh, will continue to, to yeah. change. But. Yeah. Trying to work with small children is a lot yeah. different than trying to uh, work with teenagers. Mm. And, you know, so as your seasons in your life changes, then so shall your goals and the way that you accomplish those goals. Yeah. So. Tell me a little bit about kind of last week. Uh, what you, what were you doing up at uh, Linden High School? Well, I um, first of all, it was an honor even to be asked to go up there. Um, John, Mr. Horton uh, was a teacher, is a teacher up in Linden. And he came, him and his wife came and took our class. And uh, their end goal was to go back up there and present this 
epoxy as a business that some of these kids could um, maybe take and make a career because I think many of these kids didn't want to go to college or didn't have the ability to go to college or or whatever it you know and I'm a firm believer that not that college is not for everyone mm. that um, there are the trades or um, you know going out there and and starting your own business or or whatever there's there's so many ways to uh, you know, make a living. Yeah. And so he, he kind of presented that and kind of planted a seed. And so I told him, I said, Hey, if, if you, if you want me to come up there and, and do a class, I would be more than happy to do that. And he was like, wow. Okay. And I said, I, I'll come up, I'll donate my time because this is important. These are, this is showing kids how to better their lives. Um, Cause it's a very, very, very valuable viable business and um so we we got some dates and i said you know let me um let me talk to stone coat countertop and and present this to mike and and see what he thinks about everything and so i called mike up and i told him what we were doing and he was so excited to uh and he donated all of our supplies and um so i was thrilled so we go up there and and you went as well and the kids that were in that class were absolutely amazing. They were attentive, they were uh creative, um they were funny. I had no idea, I'll be honest with you. I had no idea what to expect. I'm thinking, "Oh my gosh, I'm walking into a room full of teenagers." <laughs> you know, I haven't been around teenagers in years, you know, in a school environment. Yeah. And um I'm telling you what, those kids um some of them had such a burning that I honestly believe that there's few of those there's a few kids in there that are going to really run with this business. Yeah. I really do believe that and um so it was it was satisfying to be able to to give back. It was satisfying to see these kids create when they had no idea that they could do what they did. The oohs and the ahs were amazing. It was um, it was satisfying that uh, some of these kids have uh, called me and text me and Facebook me and look what I did, look what I did. That's so awesome. yeah, so that was that was really cool. So that's you know that's why we were we were up there. That's very great. very satisfying um, to 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 be able to help those kids. Yeah. So and I think there's so many things that you know we take for granted in our own lives. Um, you know, the skills that we have, the mm -hmm. knowledge that we have. Um, I think it's easy to overlook how we can affect others. Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we sometimes see ourselves as, um, you know, just another person or just an average Joe. Yeah. Um, but in reality is if you take that time and effort into loving other people, you know, giving them your time, help, mm -hmm. helping share uh, what you've learned with them, um, it's extremely rewarding. You know, it, it really can make a huge impact in their life. Yeah. Because um, they may not they may not have that happen on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, one of the little girls, she came in and she goes, I've watched every single one of your videos. I feel like I know you. Hmm. And that really resonated with me that she, for one, um, thought I was a rock star, basically. And I was like, oh, wow. Um, but I just saw that look in her eye. When she first came in the room, there was that doubt that she had. I can never do that. I can never create. And then that same little girl's eyes 
and look in her face when she created some gorgeous boards. And I'm not just saying that they were very, very pretty. Some that would be very sellable. Mm. Um, just to see that enthusiasm and that self-confidence just swell in her. Yeah. Um, man, that was that was so worth that 12 hours worth of driving. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's... Sometimes you take, like you said, you take a grant, you take for granted what you can offer other people. Yeah. And so. And kind of, you touched on this uh, earlier, but just that idea of like, you can affect one person. Yep. You know, that makes it worth it to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. One, you know, when I, when I kind of did go off on another tangent, when I had my, my leg, um, when I found this, uh, this device called the Exosim, when I was researching and I was trying to find out things about it, I really, I didn't find a whole lot. So I decided to document my whole journey. And I've since then had people call me and say, that video changed my life. And one lady was, well, I stayed on the phone. She was from Florida for two hours. She and I talked. And I got a text last week from Brian, the guy from the doctor. He said, I have so-and-so in here in your what led her here wow. i could take that video down tomorrow but i know i've helped that one person yeah. and she was in the same boat she was going to have her leg amputated like i was and that to me i mean i just boohooed like a baby after i got that text and i okay. thought man i have I, I i just i was so happy that somebody else found success with that you know so i didn't know if anybody's gonna watch that video yeah. i had no idea yeah. And um, but being able to help that one person and there's been several, but that but just knowing that I helped somebody um, get through a hard time was so worth it. So I can't go anymore. I'll get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so and I ugly cry, I ugly cry. OK, guys, I hope you like this podcast. Uh, leave us some comments, leave us some feedback, maybe questions, topics that you would like uh, us to talk about, uh, personal and business, either one. And uh, you can contact me through rk3designs.com. My email is on the website. And feel free to drop me a line. Stay tuned. There's going to be many more. So, bye. Bye.